Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's Friday afternoon. Uh, glad everybody's here. And um, I'm going to start off by saying on Friday, I want to thank all of our great partners. I want to thank all of our great listeners, all of our viewers. Um, yesterday was a monster day for us on YouTube, and you can imagine why. So let me thank all of our partners first, and then we'll get rolling. First of all, I want to start off with this. It's Friday. So I want to start with our people at Tory Holistics and California Holistics, because I don't know what you got planned this weekend, but I can tell you this, that if you need cannabis products because you have certain chronic pain, if you need cannabis for sleep, if you need it for, um, you know, recreation, whatever your choice is, do your thing, man. Tory Holistics is up in Sorrento Valley. California Holistics is down in Chula Vista. Use our promo code BETTERBUD. You'll save 20%. And I thought it was awesome when Charlie Rolfs was on. He's their chief marketing officer. This is about two weeks ago. He said, there's a new plan in place. You come in, you get that 20% savings with Better Bud. The next time you come in, they're going to reward you with 30% savings just for being a great customer. And then the third time you come in, they're going to give you 35% off. So it could be you went in in January, you went in in June, and you went in in August. You're getting that 20, 30, 35 so take advantage of these amazing savings. There are a lot of places in San Diego to get cannabis products. Tory and California Holistics, those are our partners, and that means it should be your place. They should be your places. Tory Holistics, California Holistics, better bud. Use that QR code right there. All right, let me keep rolling. Seven Mile Casino. I'm trying to explain to everybody that on Sunday for the, for the championship games, if you don't have plans, let's think about it like this. Do you want to have a great brunch? Because Saturday and Sunday, Sammy's Restaurant and Bar is considered the best brunch in South County, according to San Diego Magazine readers. That's number one. Two, do you want to play blackjack or poker or other table games while watching the football games? Because the TV monitors are all right there. This is not a mega casino. It's not a, a music venue. It is not a, a hotel. It's not a 5,000 slot machines. It's a card room. It's where you play blackjack and poker. You have great food and beverage and a smoke-free environment and only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. Like I always say, you got it all at Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Use that QR code right over there. All right. And hey, lastly, prize picks. Um, okay. I will tell you that I tried playing some NBA games this week and I lost. I lost everywhere, man. So I decided I'm not playing any more prize picks until this weekend for football. Now, I've already made my picks. I've already got them in. They're submitted. If there's something else that comes up along the way, I'm probably willing to go in a little bit more. Here's what I will tell you. They match your first deposit 100% up to $100. That you probably know. If you've already made a deposit and you need to reload your account, you can use Apple Pay to do that. So making a deposit is easy. Making a withdrawal is very easy. Now, you could turn $10 into $1,000 with just a few clicks if you combine basketball and football in the combo league. So make sure you get onto the prize picks app and use our promo code great friends, prizepicks.com slash great friends. And our code is great friends if you're using the app and, and get in the game because it will elevate the way you watch sports. That's prize picks. And we will have our prize picks locks of the week coming up a little bit later on the show. So let's get started. Hey, great friends, you know what today is? It's come on, join me, Alex. Put yourself on screen. Come on, join me. 
Oh gosh, it like makes me out of breath. I'm so <sighs> uh, hey, great friends. It's Friday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande. Brown man says he's joining in here in a matter of moments. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if you could only see what happens before we go on the air. It's Friday afternoon. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. If you are just getting with us on radio on 1090, if you're here with us on YouTube, by the way, quick timeout, YouTubers yesterday, Monster Day on YouTube yesterday. Was it? Yeah, it was. You're not, you, you didn't pay any attention to it yesterday or you weren't around? Because I was involved in the live YouTube chat yesterday afternoon. Mm, and I was-, I was Got down you. with the chatlins. I do. I, I, I like to be part of the daily YouTube chat. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, because of the Harbaugh story, um, there were more people listening and more people watching than ever before on YouTube. And I'll just say it like this. I, I came on the air yesterday and said, for everybody that thinks I'm going to be all upset and I'm going to piss all over the Chargers for, for hiring Harbaugh and Harbaugh is going to find out what a loser organization it is. And as great as Harbaugh has been in his career, not even he can fix the Spanos. I said, no, 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 I'm not doing that yesterday. No chance, man. See the way I look at it is it's all good news. Harbaugh's arrival to the chargers means that the San Diego charger fans um, are going to be listening all the time. And mm. the San Diego charger haters are also going to be listening all the time. And probably, I think, in L.A., where the Chargers have yet to really register, I think because of Harbaugh, the Chargers will be much, much, much more relevant than ever before. It, listen, again, it's the same way I, I compare it to Otani. I'm not a Dodger fan, but I'm really interested in Otani. I'm not an Angels fan. But I found myself at like four Angels games last year. So I'm going to be watching more Dodgers this year because of Otani than I would be if they had Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. I mean, I'd keep my eye on them because they're the division rivals of the Padres. But I, I, to me, Otani will make the Dodgers sort of that must-see kind of baseball. And so um, I, I feel the same way about Harbaugh. If, you, if you're an L.A. Charger fan, the few of you that there are, there will be more. If you're uh, a San Diego Charger fan, you're going to want to keep up with, with what they've done. And if you're a hater, and I know there's plenty of you guys out there because I see your tweets, hey, Coach Harbaugh, welcome to that eight and nine, eight and nine life. Um, yeah, you know, it's just going to be more people watching, more people listening, more people engaged with sports. Um, and, and whether we like it or we don't like it, the Chargers are still part of San Diego sports history and lore, and, uh, and people still watch and listen. So uh, good Friday afternoon, everybody. Grande, how are we feeling as we're going into the championship weekend? Uh, I feel I feel great. Feel fantastic. Um, I'm ready to roll. I just saw this morning, and I just I don't know why it just hit me because you started talking about Harbaugh. It's probably why it hit me. I saw a it wasn't a report of any kind. It was more of um Tweet. Well, I guess I guess when the guy says things, it's mm -hmm. a report, right? When Adam Schefter says something. Would we take it? We run with it because people believe it. It doesn't come out of his brain and come out of thin air. And I don't, I haven't heard any sort of gossip of, of this happening, but Schefter got it from somewhere. So there is rumors, trickles, whatever you want to call it, that, that Andy Reid could be retiring this offseason. Oh, wow. I Stop don't, I, no, no, I, I believe that. I do believe that. 
Yeah. Um, listen, here's here here's what I think happens. Um, and I don't think Andy Reid. That's not even the biggest part of the story. Oh, that's part one of the story. Okay. Matt Nagy better not get that job. No. Nope. I was thinking. I was thinking Eric Bieniemy might get that job. Nope. Okay. Oh, oh so, don't tell me. Don't tell me Belichick because Bel. Stop it. According to Adam Schefter, that he said on his podcast, if Andy Reid retires, Bill Belichick could easily be the replacement. Bill Belichick has had no interviews outside of Atlanta. Atlanta obviously hired Raheem Morris yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, Rams defensive coordinator. He was also an interim coach there before. Um, so Bill Belichick is either not taking interviews elsewhere. I mean, it's only Seattle and what, what else is left? The Washington, uh, Washington, which yeah. I always thought Washington made a lot of sense. But from what Schefter said, that he could just be like, hey, it's Atlanta. Or if Reed retires... Maybe if not, I'm not working. I, I I can't really understand what the Washington Commanders are doing or not doing here, and maybe maybe it'll come into light when they do hire a coach. But when you look around, and Alex, you might have the uh, the list for us to look at. When you look around at how the coaching carousel has sort of landed, the Panthers got this young guy, Dave Canales. He's a kid from Carson, California. He's a young guy, and as far as I can recall. He's got some of the Sean McVay in his DNA. You'd have to, you know, really, we'd have to dig deeper into his, his bio. Everybody knows who Harbaugh is. We all got to know who Pierce is as a coach, even though we all knew him as a player with the Raiders. The Falcons got Raheem Morris yesterday. By the way, I think it's a great move. I hope for Raheem Morris it's a great move. Um, I like Raheem Morris a lot. I, the, the, the Rams take great pride in pushing their assistants into being head coaches. And I'm telling you right now that Les Snead, their, their general manager, and um, and Kevin, uh, gosh, I'm losing his last name here for a second. They're, Stefanski. No, 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 no. Demoff. They're, Kevin Demoff, their C CEO. He was pushing on social media for Raheem Morris as well. And so when you look at Sean McVay and all these coaches, Matt LaFleur is the head coach of the Packers. Zach Taylor is the head coach of the Bengals. Our guy Kevin O'Connell is the head coach of the Vikings. Raheem doesn't necessarily qualify, in my opinion, but he has worked for for McVay the last two years. But, but remember, all the all these guys worked for the Commanders at one time, including Sean yeah. McVay. Yeah, yeah. This I mean, is Raheem, wild. Yeah, but Raheem Morris, um, you know, obviously he'd been a head coach before of Tampa. Could you put that back up on the screen? Um, Raheem Morris uh, was a head coach of Tampa a while ago. Shane Waldron, who's now the offensive coordinator of your Bears, and Wes Phillips who, you know, Wes Phillips is such an interesting guy because we had him here in San Diego as a, like, backup quarterback of the San Diego Riptide of the Arena 2 Football League back in, like, 2002 or three. Um, and obviously he comes from a coaching family as well. But there's also all other guys, guys have relationships. That, there's also other guys, like, that are or were coordinators last year that like on the Panthers that were with the McVay tree. Also the new Washington head coach, Jed Fish is a McVay coach tree. So there is a lot of well, McVay tentacles outside yeah, of the NFL now. But I, I remember Jed Fish though, working for the Jacksonville Jaguars when their head coach was Gus Bradley. So, I mean, he, he's, you're right. The, the, the McVay has touched a lot of people. As a matter of fact, you know, Raheem Morris, when he takes off for Atlanta, which obviously that that job was awarded to him yesterday, I'm trying to remember the name of the. There's another young coach on the uh, Rams' current staff that Wait, is a parent. 
is apparently yeah. leaving with him to go to be his offensive coordinator. The quarterback's coach, right? Robinson? Uh, I think, yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah. Whose tree is it? Is it McVay's tree or is it Shanahan's tree? Because this strikes me more of a Shanahan's tree because McVay came from Shanahan. So what part of – how big is – where are we at on this tree? See, I, I don't know that Shanahan gets – I'm not sure Shanahan gets the credit for McVay as much as Gruden gets the credit for McVay. Because really? Yeah, because McVay's huh. grandfather, his name was John McVay. Just give me a second here. I got to make sure I'm, I'm getting this all right. Because yesterday I got ripped by a listener during the uh, YouTube chat that I didn't know that Jim Harbaugh had a son who was a special teams coach at Michigan. I, I did not know that. You know? How dare you? I know. I feel, I feel horrible. I, I feel absolutely horrible. Quit. I know. Well, I should be fired. Well, let's, really I mean, frankly, though, like we, we should be better, the three of us, in assuming that if a head coach has a son, that son is a, also a coach. Like, that's just obvious. <laughs> right. That's, that's all. So, right. so our bad. Yeah, that's on we, us. we all that's we, on us. all we do is talk about nepotism and how it's, yeah. it's rampant. So, right, my bad, our bad, yeah, our bad, our bad. Right, right. So, do better, us three. Yeah, yeah, we got to hey, do better. Hey, me, do better, do better, mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look um, in the mirror right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. So, I think that um, Sean McVay's grandfather was a um, he was an executive with the 49ers. Um, this is going way back when. And McVeigh's grandfather, um, I want to say from Dayton, Ohio, kind of cultivated the Grudens. Um, and then John Gruden gave little Sean McVeigh his first entree into the NFL. And I say John, and I might mean Jay, one of the Gruden brothers brought McVeigh into the NFL. McVeigh was going to be in the NFL because he had ties due to his grandfather, you know, and there were relationships there. But there's a whole Dayton, Ohio, Gruden McVeigh thing. So when you okay. ask the question, you ask the question, does he come from the Shanahan tree? Do you mean Mike Shanahan? Because all these young guys who were on the Washington staff, yes, they had there was a Mike Shanahan thing happening there. Yes, yes. Yeah. He was the head coach of a four win team with all those guys on the staff. So I know, I know. Listen, yeah, sometimes uh, I this this is the um the graphic that gets either shown on television every time the commanders play or mm -hmm. it, yeah it's this is your new graph all right so you had Kyle Shanahan on this Washington staff Sean McVay Matt Lafleur who went with McVay to L.A. Uh, Mike McDaniel who we all find to be so entertaining as the head coach of the <laughs> Dolphins now um, Raheem Morris was on that staff at one point and the guy who's I. This guy, Bobby Slowick, is he currently or he was? No, he is now the Titans. He is coach. now, yeah. He, no he's now the Titans. He's now the Titans offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, I know, man. Yeah. I mean, listen, you, you, uh, and I don't, I didn't see Kevin O'Connell in there, but I think Kevin O'Connell did he ever work for for Washington as well? Is he kind of in? Oh in yeah, that? but yeah. not at that, not at not at that time, right? Yeah, sometimes yeah. Browner, you know, sometimes you have like amazing name brand coaches all in like one spot and maybe not necessarily all at the same time, but you look at that and you go, how could these guys have sucked so bad? Like for me, right. well, they were, they were like 25 years old in 2013. I know. Uh, oh, I know they were kids. They were, they, <laughs> they were kids didn't know what they were doing. Up. Right. Yeah. I, I always, I always had this kind of goal and not that anybody would care about this other than me and you know, my friends, but I always had this goal of like um, doing a 30 for 30 film on how could my college football team have had all these coaches that went on to become NFL head coaches. 
you know, how, how did how did Paul Hackett have um, you know all these ties to Bill Walsh, and um, and then hire guys like John Gruden, Mike McCarthy, uh, Marvin Lewis, and and the list goes on and on. How did we have was, was Wani coaching there at the time? Dave Wonsett was not coaching there okay. at the time. But but how did because uh, he was the Chicago Bears coach at the time? Okay. But how did how did we have these kinds of coaches who all went on to become NFL head coaches? Many of them NFL assistant coaches. Like I mean. Uh, one of my one of our coaches was a guy named Skip Pete, Rodney Pete's brother. He's now the running backs coach of the Lions. He's been all over the NFL for the last 30 years. And I could I could read you a list of guys that all were part of my college coaching staff that all not only became NFL head coaches, but NFL position coaches, coordinators, et cetera. How could we have had those coaches and players that were we had a guy my my junior year or senior year? We had a guy, the number two overall pick in the whole draft, number two, you know, um, that was Sean Gilbert to the then LA Rams defensive lineman. But we had between Tony Saragusa, Sean Gilbert, a guy, uh, and listen, I could keep rambling names. Curtis but, Martin. Yeah, but offensive lineman in the first round, defensive lineman in the first round, Hall of Fame running back, um, nine-time all-pro offensive lineman in Ruben Brown. The list goes on, a wide receivers. The number of guys that I played with in college that played in the NFL Start in the NFL, became all pros. One became a Hall of Famer. The number of coaches. How could we have sucked so bad? ESPN, 30 for 30. What if I told you? Yeah. Coaching doesn't always translate to the field. Here's a story of the Pitt Panthers. Yeah. I mean, how could we? So I know that that does not have like mass appeal. Like, so it would I think, be funny. but I think like Miami and Notre Dame, like that whole Catholics versus convicts, 30 for 30. I mean, it's it's a long time ago, but you like, gotta I get on. Uh, I think I think thirty for thirty is is a thing of the past, man. It's yeah. all about Netflix oh, sports. Oh. Netflix sports now. You got to get yeah. on Netflix because awesome I am now Netflix. officially addicted to. Y'all know what happened to me in F one with that mm -hmm. freaking. Drive oh, they got you documentary. With else. Oh, they got me good, dude. They got don't, me so good. Don't tell me you're watching like the tennis one now. No, no, because. Okay, I have a friend of mine who's not a tennis fan, not a tennis yeah. player. He tells yeah. me the other night, he's like, are you watching this show on, I think it's Netflix. It, I go, wait a second. You mean like there was the F1 show. Mm -hmm. Then there was the, um, there was, I'm trying to think what was the, oh, then there was a PGA tour show. Right. Mm -hmm. Then there was the Tour de France show mm -hmm. where you could really understand cycling teams and so on. And mm -hmm. now there's a pro tennis tour version of the F1 right. show. They're on and, season two already, by the way. Yeah. So what are you watching now? So I think for me, what's really what's really works for me with the Netflix docs is sports that I know nothing about. Mm -hmm. So like I know yeah, about tennis. I know about golf. So I, I kind of recognize some of these players and I didn't really care because I kind of I kind of know it. Netf F1, I knew nothing about mm -hmm. this new one. Nef uh, Netflix is rugby, bro. It got me good. It got I watched three episodes last night. It's called full con <laughs> it's called full contact six nations. It's about like the the world's biggest rugby competition where it's like uh -huh. Ireland, Scotland, France. Uh I'm forgetting like South the Africa, teams. England, England, no. Ireland, not, so not South Africa, not South Africa. Oh, uh -huh. And they basically it's like they're going to every team and they like, you know, they do they do like a like a, a Netflix documentary as they play in this tournament. Yeah, and I know nothing about it, but it's a. I've always known it's a brutal game, but it's also got, got a lot of. You know, you need some actual physical. Besides being a brute, you need fast guys. You need like skill guys. You need 
the big monster guys. You know, it's I'm all in, dude. I'm all how, in. How if you're are you that all in that you would go see a Have you looked uh, up the winner yet? No, no idea. Would you go see a, a pro um, rugby game here in San Diego? Because I don't. What's the name of the team? Is it the, the Legion? Legion? The Legion. Would you go? I see don't them know play? if um that because this is like the best of the best. This is a country. That's like a World Cup thing. So this yeah, is but like you went to go I'm see getting... USL soccer games. Yeah, but I'm a soccer fan. Okay, well now I don't you're know a if rugby I'm a rug. Fan. I don't know if I'm a rugby fan yet. All I'm telling right. you is this documentary got me in. It took me a, it took me a long time to be all in on F1 too, but. Mm -hmm. Mm. On this documentary, it's very good. And they have one coming up for NASCAR. Uh-huh. Same thing, like yeah. Drive to Survive, but NASCAR. Yeah, well, that might like bring NASCAR back. Because, I mean, there was a time 20 years ago when people thought NASCAR was going to be right there with the NFL, and it kind of yes. fell back and fell apart. Na hey, By the way, NASCAR it, still outdraws F1 on the ratings. Oh, really? Easily, yeah. Uh, well, in America, I would think for sure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, by the way, speaking of ratings, and last night I found myself um, with my girlfriend sitting at a bar uh, we were having dinner. So, you know, she's having a, a margarita guys. I haven't had drinks. I'm telling you, man, I'm like, I'm not pure, pure dry January, but I'm like six beers into January. That's it. Um, we're sitting Did you have all those six beers at once. No, I had three beers, one Saturday and three beers, another Saturday. Okay, um, okay. we were sitting at this bar last night. It's like a bar slash Mexican restaurant. We were, we were ordering food and on television in front of me was the farmer's insurance open. And I got to tell you guys, and this is going to sound really bad. I feel very disconnected in that, like, we're still so caught up in football. You know, the, the football season is going into the championship weekend and the Farmers Insurance Open is happening at Torrey Pines. And I was telling Rachel last night, I was like, you don't understand. Like, there were so many times, years for years, probably 15 plus years, where every year Billy Ray and I would broadcast from the practice green at five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock in the morning. And we would start out, it was super dark and they were manicuring the practice greens. And then before you knew it, people started to show up and the players were putting and practicing and the place came to life. And I told her the story last night. I said, what do you suppose NC and SC stands for? <laughs> and she goes, I, I don't, something North, something South. I go, yeah. I go, so one day I'm sitting there live on the radio and I'm reading the players' names. I'm like, this guy and this guy and this guy tees off at five, uh, it's nine 15 and this guy. Tees. And I said, geez, Billy Ray, there seem to be a lot of players from North Carolina and South Carolina because they had NC or SC next to their names. And Billy Ray looked at me and he goes, Hey idiot, mm -hmm. that's North course and South course, not North Carolina and South Carolina. I legit, I don't think I've ever laughed so like I couldn't control my breathing laugh from the booth. Uh, I was like dying. I couldn't catch my breath because I was like, what an idiot. Like he, he's so it's funny because he was so dead serious about it. Right. I told Rachel, I go, Alex to this day still doesn't let me off the hook about North Carolina and South Carolina. And by the yeah. way, little side note here, um, because we've been so consumed with football. And the Harbaugh thing and the coaching carousel and just all this other stuff. The Farmers Insurance Open kind of got by me, um, even though I think I may go out for a little bit tomorrow. Congratulations to Charlie Hoffman. I don't know if you guys looked at the leaderboard. You probably didn't because you're probably not that into it. But yesterday, Charlie shot a seven under. Nice. And um, I think he was tied for 10th. Yep. And, and he really needs to perform um, because, you know, he's kind of at that stage of his career where he's not going to have like you know his pga tour card and if Jim he doesn't Hans calling it from baltimore again is he not yeah third is year he? in a row 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but then but then obviously not the final round on Sunday, right? Final no, it's it's Wednesday through Saturday, remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. They moved it to Wednesday through Saturday. Because the NFL changed schedules, but yeah, PGA didn't. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, listen, stick around. We're just getting going. We're just getting fired up around here. Um, we are in the seven mile casino studios, division championships this weekend. Let's get to it. All right, great friends. Hey, it's Friday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And as always, we come to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Championship weekend. Um, The early game is the AFC game on Sunday. The late game is the NFC game. Going to get to all of that here in just one second. And I'm so glad you reminded me, Alex, at the end of last segment, because I did forget that the PGA and the Farmers, knowing that the championship games are on Sunday, they did move this from a Thursday through Sunday event at the Farmers Insurance Open to a mm-hmm. Wednesday through Saturday event, which makes it even better because, again, like I completely forgot. And yeah. um, tomorrow, I'd like to get out a little bit tomorrow. and, and But I, I don't know if I will. I'll tell you very briefly why. Um, number one, tomorrow afternoon is Ernie Hahn's father's funeral. And that doesn't impact everybody who's listening, obviously. But you guys know Ernie Hahn, uh, and everybody who listens knows Ernie, for many years on our show. And you know that the Hahn family was very active in San Diego because they ran the sports arena for 30-plus years. They were the family that brought you the goals and brought all the, what I'll call the minor league arena sports to town um, until this current iteration of the goals. But even in this current iteration, Ernie was still running the sports arena at the time. He's since moved on and is doing other things in his life now. But his dad and his family have had major impact um, on the uh, city of San Diego, downtown San Diego, the arena, et cetera. So tomorrow is Ernie's dad's funeral. And I feel like I, I kind of feel like I need to go there. And then speaking of stuff like that, which I'm not trying to you know down everybody, but a big shout out to my man, Big John Lynch. So John Lynch Jr. and his San Francisco 49ers will be playing on Sunday in the championship game. But Big John Lynch yesterday had a uh, pretty serious uh, health thing and a surgery. And uh, we were all, you know, uh, contacted yesterday that he made it through successful surgery, going into, uh, you know, you know, whatever you do after surgery, post-op stuff. And a big shout out and sending love to really one of the godfathers of the uh, sports radio industry and one of the godfathers of San Diego sports, sports radio history, Big John Lynch. And so uh, I hope that uh, John Jr. is focusing because uh, dad made it through and made it through well. Um, and gosh, I guess while I'm here, I might as well go for the trifecta. A big shout out and sending a ton of love. Do you guys follow Coach Steve Bogner? You guys know Coach Steve, long time mm-hmm. great friend. Man, what he has dealt with this past year with his daughter and, and her health problems. And this morning I, I, texted, I texted him on, on Facebook direct message. I go, hey, I'm just checking in. How's things going? Because she had a surgery. He's like, dude, back to the emergency room. So Coach Steve, I'm tell- and I know everybody in the YouTube chat is going to want to send love. I'm just giving a small update. I don't know all the details. Hey, guys, in the YouTube chat, let's send Coach Steve, his wife, his daughter, Kelsey. Let's send the Bogner family a ton of love. Um, those of you who happen to get your gas up at the San Marcos uh, Costco, Coach Steve runs that thing. So you talk about grassroots and small town. And, I mean, that's, that's the sort of uh, level of granuality. Is that a word? Granuality? Did I just make that up? Maybe. I, mean, yeah. I was trying to say granular. Did we just get did we just add the 
a word to our word of the year? Granuality. Granuality is a good word. I mean, it's it's a level. But how of, often can you use it? I don't think granularity is a word. Granularity. Ooh. granularity granularity or condition of being granular yeah granularity oh, that, granularity. De- that granularity. definition is more confusing than the word he just made up the scale or level of detail present in a set of data or other phenomenon granularity granularity in that i was trying to say that. like that we have a very granular sort of relationship sure. and i came <laughs> yeah. up with granularity is that what i came up with yeah <laughs> 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 see <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you right now. Granuality. I'm going to tell you something right now. The Farmers Insurance Open, all these golfers seem to be from North Carolina and South Carolina. I don't get it. It's wild how many professional golfers come out of those two states. It right. is wild. Every guy has NC yeah. and SC next to their names. Yeah. Little must be, did it I must know. be yeah. something in the water. Something in the yeah. water. It's like, the, it's like college football players, Florida, Texas, California. It's all the same for golfers, North Carolina, yeah. South Carolina. There's only That's two it. places. I didn't know they there was a have, North Carolina. don't have golf North anywhere North. else. I, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Now you know. All right. Listen, so it is uh, It is Friday afternoon. And gentlemen, I would say that we should probably now take our time to jump in on the AFC and NFC championship games. We should make our picks because we've, we've documented our picks all season long. And we're down to the last three games of the NFL season. So Alex is going to walk away with the big win. Um, I, I believe, though. If oh. I'm not mistaken, Scott, I'm sorry to cut you off. I no, believe you feel free. because there's only three games remaining in the NFL season. We are all guaranteed, no matter what, to finish with a winning record. How about that? Oh, I saved my ass last week by going three yeah. and one. Yeah, yeah, because you have a you're 30, 26, and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no matter what, even if you lose the next three, you are going to have a winning record. Yeah, and I, I this weekend I'm still it's Friday and I'm not feeling great about either of these two games. Because last night somebody came up to me. I told you as I was sitting at this bar, I was at this Mexican restaurant. And this guy came up to me and said, "So who do you like this weekend?" Mm-hmm. And I, I, I hate when people do that only because they think that I've got like some strong answer, and I, I had no good answer for him. Like I, to be honest with you, dude, I'm like, I don't I, know. <laughs> I, I feel like I like Baltimore, and I feel like this is Baltimore's year, and they've kind of got Kansas City where they want them. Where this has not been a great year for the Chiefs, considering. And yet they find themselves playing their sixth straight AFC championship game. Yet it's their first one that they've played on the road. And, you know, a lot of people tried to use that in their handicapping last week against Buffalo and it didn't work. The so, line keeps moving though. Okay. What's the line now, at now? It's now at four. The Ravens by four. Mm-hmm. See, I, I like They're the trying Ravens. to rope you in. They're trying I, to rope you in. I, I'll tell you right now. I'm actually rooting for the Ravens to win. Like I would like mm-hmm. to see Lamar Jackson get a chance. And as much as I told you guys, I love Jim Harbaugh. I really, really, really love, I I love John too. I I love John Harbaugh. I mean, he's, he's one of the best coaches in the NFL who I don't think gets enough credit for being one of the best coaches in the NFL. Yeah. And so I, I feel like I'm rooting for Baltimore, like fresh blood. And I, again, I'm rooting for Lamar Jackson, but what's fascinating about this four matchups teams and, and AFC specifically, if I were to tell you guys that of the final four teams, three of them are in the top five of the NFL in scoring. Would you assume mm. that the Chiefs were the one out of it? Um, I would assumption, not. Assumption, <laughs> no. But if you yeah. watched them play this year, yes. right? You I might to... actually, I might have thought about San Francisco also. I don't know why, but right. that would have come to mind because I think Detroit, I think of as high scoring. Right. Baltimore, I think of as high scoring. 
Kansas mm-hmm. City in my mind, I'm per- I perceive them to be high scoring. Yeah. Right. So, so the 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 San Francisco 49ers are the third highest scoring team in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are the fourth. The Lions are the fifth, and the Chiefs oh. are the fifteenth. Oh my! Points per game. And who was Dallas like the number one? Yeah, it was uh, like Dallas and Miami. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But on the flip side, Flismore if I were to, tell, I were to tell you that you have three, the three top defenses in the NFL by yeah. points allowed this week, yeah. would you ever assume the Chiefs were one of them? <laughs> well, I mean, I would say Baltimore, San Francisco. And I got to say Kansas City only because Kansas City was a better defensive team this year mm-hmm. than they were offensive team. Right. So yeah. in reality, we might be looking at this AFC championship game as a shootout, as a, as you got Mahomes, you got Jackson. This is an offensive game. Dude, these yeah. are the top two defenses in the NFL. Wow. That's wow. crazy. These are the top two defenses in the NFL. Like when you look at their numbers and yeah, it's Baltimore minus four, but maybe the number that as a better that you want to look at is the over under. It's 44 and a half. Is this is this going to be a 44 and a half kind of game? Well, this is why yesterday, and I'll, I'll tell you guys right now on prize picks, one of the things I did yesterday was I took both kickers in the AFC championship game to both have more than one and a half field goals because Justin Tucker is the gold standard of field goal kickers in the history of the NFL. On the other side, for Kansas City, this guy Harrison Butker – is not that far behind. Um, And because the game is in Baltimore, and I suspect there'll be some inclement weather, I don't know if it's going to – in fact, we should actually find that out. Um, Last week in Baltimore, in that Houston game, it was 28 degrees. We'll be golden, high at 50. Oh, really? Oh, so it's going to be a nice day. It's going to be a really Mm -hmm. nice day for football. Um, And it's an artificial surface. So I think that knowing what you just said, that these are two of the top defenses in the NFL – Mm-hmm. The, this may not be the offensive fireworks that we think. And um, which is why, again, I took Isaiah Pacheco to rush for more than like, I think it's 62 yards. Let me, let me check my prize picks. Um, here's what I, was by the way, Justin Tucker having a very, cause I had him on, on my, I actually got Justin Tucker finally on a fantasy mm-hmm. football team mm-hmm. and he had one of his worst seasons ever as, <laughs> a, as a percentage as or as just percentage numbers percentage. Yeah. 86%. Oh man. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder and, what his, but, what his point, career is. But to your point, uh, Harrison Bucker was the fourth best kicker this year at ninety six percent. Oh wow! 95%. Well, you had one, you had one guy in Dallas go one hundred percent. You know, yeah. I was talking about guys that are eligible. Got it. Here's okay. Here's my prize picks. Just just as I'm looking, I, this is not like my official prize pick top play of the weekend. But here's what I've done so far. And if you go to prizepicks.com slash great friends, you can still get in if you've not made your first deposit yet. You make that first deposit, and they'll match it 100% up to $100. So uh, get in on that. Um, here's what I would. Here's what I did. I took Harrison Butker from Kansas City more than one and a half field goals. I took Justin Tucker more than one and a half field goals. I, I like that play. I took, um, and this is in the Demons and Goblins plays. Mm-hmm. I took Isaiah Pacheco to have more than half of a rushing or receiving touchdown. So I need him to score a touchdown. And I took Jameer Gibbs um, of Detroit to score at least one touchdown rushing or receiving that play, by the way, Brown, you know, usually I'll put 20 bucks on a play and it's three to one. So it's, it's $60. If you win mm-hmm. that play right there, because of the, 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 um, the flex Friday, 
uh, demons and goblins rather. Um, that play is a, um, is a $20 play to win $85. So it's four and a half to one. Um, and then I took Christian McCaffrey, you know, they're giving us that gift. That's a layup. That's a layup. That's a layup. Christian McCaffrey was 0.5 yards rushing. So unless he just doesn't play, unless he gets hurt in the pregame, um, you're going to get half a yard rushing out of Christian McCaffrey. I put him together with Isaiah Pacheco at 64 and a half rushing yards, which maybe doesn't sound like the smartest play because of Baltimore's tough run defense. But I got to say, I've won every week in the playoffs with Pacheco. So I just decided to go for it. And what you're talking about is if, if it's not a shootout, then, you know, I think the run game for Kansas City becomes that much more important. And I've ridden this kid this far, so I'm going to I'm going to take him. So there's Whoa. a there's a couple of my thoughts on prize picks. And I'm trying to save uh, what I've got left in my account for the for the Super Bowl. <laughs> you're, you're missing you're missing the big, big breaking news about prize picks. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to see this? Tell me. Demons and goblins. Now on the NBA side. Mm. Okay, let me look at That's that. That's right. That last night was the first night. I was uh I was I was using the the number the I was on the I was on the toilet and I'm yeah. scrolling because that's what I do when Not I'm on the toilet. Day. I think we all do. And then lo and behold, they post a tweet, Demons and Goblins, now live for the first time via the NBA. And I went, What? So I almost fell off my seat. <laughs> it came out a lot faster now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Express your skinny, train. Your skinny ass fell in. Mm. Express train, baby. Because that now, now you get now it's heating up for me. Now you mean to tell me I could demon and goblin every night? Every yeah. night? Yeah. Ooh, Let me tell you what um what prize picks wants me to really, really articulate to everybody, though. Um, you can now win up to hundred times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. So with basketball season and the NFL postseason, if you take combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league, um, this is a league that was created so that you can make combo projections that are two or more players from different sports or leagues. So I always give you the example. If you take LeBron James and Travis Kelsey, and the more or less number is 10 and a half for LeBron to have threes and Kelsey to have receptions, and you put those together and you decide to play it more, um, that's how you play in this combo league with football and basketball. So again, if you've not made your first deposit, they'll match it hundred percent up to hundred bucks. And um, they make things super easy now too. I mean, easier than ever before because they also have um, the ability to uh, use Apple pay to, to deposit money. And then withdrawals are so easy too. So go to prizepicks.com slash great friends, prizepicks.com slash great friends. Or you see this right here for everybody that's watching right here, the QR code, click it, use it. Hit it, do it. What do you think of that? Should we make our picks? You want to make our picks on the game? Mm -hmm. Games? Mm -hmm. You ready? Here we go. Here two, we go. Two picks. That's all we got to do, friends. That's all we got to do. We'll start off with the first game, which Scott said should be the second game, but it's the first game at noon tomorrow mm -hmm. from Baltimore, Sunday. CBS. Sunday. Sunday. Excuse Sunday. me. Sunday. Mm -hmm. Getting ahead of myself. Uh, the Ravens are four point favorites. Oh God, I hate this game. I hate this line. I'll tell you this right now. Craig Dato from Sports Injury Central. He's coming up a little bit later on. He mm. told me on Monday, grab the Ravens minus three. That was mm. Monday. Now the Ravens are four point favorites and I hate the line. 
So, mm-hmm. so if, and I'll, I'm going to ask, I'm going to see what Dato thinks, but, but I'm going to, but I have to make my pick now. Cause this is when we're doing it. I'm just going to go out on what I I'm going to call a limb. I'm going to take Kansas city to cover the four. In other words, I, th- I, I think Baltimore can win. I am rooting for Baltimore to win, mm-hmm. but I do think it's a very, very close game. And I can't see Baltimore blowing them out in any way because of Kansas city's defense. And I think Kansas city's offense can run the ball. Um, you, you, Mahomes keeps you in the game at a four point spread. Taking Kansas city to cover. So I'm trying to find it because I do want to give, I want to give all the information. I'll, 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 I'll talk. Possible. I'll, I'll talk while you look. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going with the Ravens, man. I'm going with the Ravens. I, I I think what Patrick Mahomes did in the last game was supernatural with that offense. But it's Lamar Jackson's time. I really do. I believe it's Lamar Jackson's time. I think the Chiefs' defense has been above average, mm-hmm. and statistically they look well. But Josh Allen pretty much did whatever he wanted to against them. If his kicker can kick, we may be having a different AFC championship game. For the last 10 weeks of the NFL season, there's been no doubt who the best player is this year, and that's been Lamar Jackson. And I think that will continue on the biggest stage he could possibly find outside of the Super Bowl is against the guy who won last year's Super Bowl mm-hmm. and was on his march to this year's Super Bowl. Yeah. So I, I got I got Lamar Jackson, man, because I think Lamar Jackson is about to put on the show. I really do. So mm-hmm. this is maybe something I should have told you guys before, but maybe you guys don't even care. But I dig deep when I come to picks, and there's a reason why I am the number one on this no. show. And by I the way, I, I, and as you told us yesterday, the smartest guy on the show by far. Why shy away from it? Sean Smith is the referee for this game. Why does anybody care? Mm-hmm. Sean Smith. Sean Smith hates home teams. Hates the home team. And specifically, home teams do terribly at covering the spread when Sean Smith is the referee. In the past, I'm I'm going numbery on you, bro. You got glasses, dog? I'm going yo, numbery yo, on you. Where where your where your geeky goggles, yeah. dog? Dude. Uh, in the uh, in the last uh, three uh, seasons, come on, he's going nerd on us. Go ahead. Home, home teams only cover the spread thirty seven percent of the time when Sean Smith is the ref. That's seventeen twenty nine and three. My gut was already telling me Kansas City, and now the ref is yelling in my face, "Take Kansas City." You gave me four. I was a little worried at three. Now you gave me four. Kansas City all day. I'm going I'm to throw a challenge flag on that since we're talking about referees. And this is why I'm telling you, I think this is Lamar Jackson's moment. I really do. I think this is Lamar Jackson's moment, and nothing's going to get in the way of that. Yeah, yeah. winning, but Can winning the game I is winning the game. Don't. You know, I mean, right. it, it's it's about covering the spread. By a touchdown. By a touchdown. By I don't think touchdown. it matters how much. I don't think the, the Ravens care how much they win by as long as they win. And by the way, I hope. It's Lamar Jackson's moment because I think the kid deserves it. He's super freaking good, and I think he deserves his flowers and getting to the Super Bowl. What else are you going to say about the guy? Like, mm-hmm. he's there. He beat Mahomes. Only two other guys have beat Mahomes. And a two-time MVP by the time the season's over. Mm-hmm. So when you he say could he get the Mahomes. MVP award, he could get uh, in the playoffs. 
he, I'm trying to think. Um, when did when did Baltimore beat Kansas City? This is going back how many years ago? No, I'm saying he could be the hmm? third guy to beat Mahomes. Okay, I was saying like I'm trying to think of a time where he did beat Mahomes. They've never really... faced each other in the playoffs ever. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, speaking of flowers, and we'll get to the NFC side of things in a second. Speaking of flowers, when's the last time you gave your girlfriend or wife or woman or anybody? When was the last time you gave physical, real flowers? I'm not talking about kudos and hey, I'm giving you your flowers as a as a phrase. I'm talking about real flowers, Alex. Twenty six days ago. Twenty six days ago. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Oh, that was sweet. Not look, yeah. look at Browner. Browner got that look. I don't even know. I forget it. I'm sorry I even asked you. My bad. Ain't, ain't, ain't no brothers giving no girls no flowers. Is that what you're about to tell me? <laughs> I mean, that's what that look says to me. Oh man, I ain't never said no brothers don't do that. That ain't that ain't my thing. But that <laughs> this brother, brother, this that brother, brother don't right do there, that. That brother don't do that. <laughs> that ain't that ain't my thing, man. You know, I, I usually try and bring Rachel flowers like once a week. And I just realized yesterday as I was going over to her house, I haven't brought her flowers in seems like a while. So I mm. stopped in and I got some nice ones yesterday, boy. Oh, I, is this an ad? Did we get a new read? No, no. This is just, this is just about You're Alex said he gave somebody flowers. Flowers. Yeah. 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 You ain't hear no company attached to it. Just getting oh. nice flowers. All right. Stick around. Stick around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Let's get to the NFC game and make our picks. And then we'll give you our prize picks lock of the week. Stick around, everybody. All right, great friends. Hey, um, I want to just take a little halftime time out here and talk about a few things. See these guys right here, Athletic Greens? I take this every morning. And um, I try to create a habit. So I'll give you an example. Not that I'm like the paragon of health, okay? But I wake up in the morning. And I try and get like a lot of work done in the early part of the morning. And I sip on a cup of coffee. Okay. When I'm done with coffee, instead of having another cup of coffee, I go right into my athletic greens because here's the thing. While coffee is nice, it's creamy and it's sweet. Okay. I'm not getting the health benefits that I'm getting from athletic greens. Now I know I want to use coffee and caffeine to kind of wake myself up and get my brain going, but nothing does it quite like athletic greens. So I take that bottle. I take one packet, like I get right here. I, I put in the vitamin D, I shake it up and I slug it down because I want all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients in my body as fast as I can. 75 vitamins, minerals, nutrients, superfoods, probiotics, all in one place. I'm just going to tell you right now, we're getting to the end of January, 2024. A lot of us all start off the new year. I want to be healthier. I want to save more money. I want to lose some weight, whatever it is. This right here, I'm telling you, in just the first month of the year, I've gone from like, call it a 70% production rate to like a 90% production rate. And I made a couple other changes in my lifestyle, but one of the top changes is add this every single day, no matter what, no matter where I am. When you buy through us, you get the five free travel packs and the one-year supply of vitamin D. So I encourage you, especially for those of you that are trying to get as healthy as you can right away, get in a subscription with Athletic Greens. It'll cost you less than a cup of coffee every day, and you will thank me athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. That's our landing page, athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. All right, one more quick thing, because I know I'm rambling. Um, on our website, kaplanandcrew.com, I want you to get those hoodies. I won't say, you know what, row. I won't say that. I'll say life row, life row, okay? The opposite of the other row, life row. I don't want any trouble either. This morning, pre-6 a.m., 
I'm getting text messages from a longtime great friend, Louie. I know you're out there. I know you're watching. I know you're listening. My brother, I love you. And I'm very happy to talk to you pre 6 a.m. every morning. I don't care. Louie tells me this morning that he um, he was buying his his hoodie today. And that the reason he had hit me up, Alex, I know I sent it to you. The Jim Harbaugh video of Jim Harbaugh on Saved by the Bell that's been going around on Twitter. I had no idea that Jim Harbaugh was ever on Saved by the Bell. So Louie and I are going back and forth this morning. He tells me I'm buying my hoodie today. Get your hoodies, get your T-shirts, your coffee mugs, your fanny packs, your ball caps, and be a Kaplan and Crew brand ambassador. Go to kaplanandcrew.com. Let's get back to the show. Hey, great friends. It's Friday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew. Got Grande and the Brown Man coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. Hey, if you're thinking about where you're going to watch the games on Sunday and you're in San Diego County and you're thinking, like, where could I go? Let me just offer you this. 7 Mile Casino has the best brunch in South County, according to San Diego Magazine readers. That's Sammy's Restaurant and Bar. So that's that's for sure like something you would love. Um, great bar scene going on. And I say scene, I mean like good drinks. Uh, blackjack poker table games and football games on everywhere. No smoking inside the casino, which is great. And the parking is free. It's easy. It's close by. You don't have to schlep 26 miles to go from the parking garage to the casino. So I'm telling you right now that if you're looking for a great place to watch the game on Sunday, seven mile casino might be the place for you. Okay. If you're just getting with us, we had already picked the AFC championship game, which is the early game on Sunday. That game kicks off at noon. The Chiefs are four-point underdogs in Baltimore. Browner, who'd you take? Oh, easy. Ravens. Let's go, Lamar. Okay. Uh, Grande? Chiefs. I also took the Chiefs to cover. I'm I'm going to tell you right now, I'm rooting for the Ravens to win. I, I'm kind of with you, Browner. I think this is Lamar Jackson's time. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know? Um, oh, you know what else I forgot to mention in the previous segment besides I, I my third biggest point? My gut being one. The ref being two, and the NFL needing Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl is three. So I kind of forgot that part. Oh Stop yeah. Stop it with this, man. No, no, he's, I, got, he's, I got Usher there. Uh, exactly why they need Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. What you got? Wait, whoa, whoa. What you got against Usher? I loved him in two thousand three. When 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 Confessions came out, that was an incredible Bruh. album. Who you, who Bro, you that was a soundtrack watching, to my junior year in high school. Who you think huh? watching the Super Bowl? People of your age. Yeah, but I think, I think is watching the Super Bowl. But I, but I do think that. Um, yeah, but I know Usher. But I, but I do think this. Nobody that, wants to watch Usher in twenty twenty four. I mean, it is it, he is kind of. I mean, but then again, I mean, listen, they've had Paul McCartney, they've had Aerosmith, exactly. Had, I mean, they have you know older accents. I mean, listen, even Snoop Dogg you know, a couple of years ago in L.A. Like they're in Vegas. Where well, everybody Usher just had a show in Vegas. Yeah, right. Shows. Right. Right. But it's like right. You ended up with Usher. Well, let me ask you this. If I would have told you that they had you too, would you have been better with that? I mean, given that they're no, they've been at the that sphere? Would, no, no, but see, it would have made see? more sense to me because they're bigger than Usher. Well, but they've true. already done the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, who would you have picked? Who would you have picked? Who would have I have picked? Now you can't hear? Yeah, the you. The NFL is probably, I mean, the Super, you can get anybody you want. Correct. Anybody so who would you, you have want. gotten? Definitely not Usher. How about oh Bad God. Bunny? I'm trying to think. You'd, you'd have gone oh, with Bad Bunny. Oh. God, no dude, way, Bunny No way. In been insane. He's already been in a halftime show, though. Mm-hmm. He was part of the J Lo Shakira one. Okay. Um, I'm trying. Who's like big right? I don't records have to be in English. How about Lil Yachty? 
What are you doing? I just throw, doing? I was just thinking about names of guys that are like hip hop people now. What are you doing? Lil Yachty. Little Yachty. Come how about, on, man. How about Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. How about Lil they John? They would never let Lil Wayne do the yeah. Super Bowl. Lil John? Lil John has already done the Super Bowl. Oh, and he might show up. They should have gone Vegas. They should have gone full Vegas, dog. They should have done like freaking Soleil and Jabberwockies and Paul. Who's to say they won't? Who's to say they won't? And what's that dude's name that's always the, the Vegas guy? What's his name with the hair? Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Yeah, they should have gone full <laughs> Vegas, dude. The guy with the they hair. Should've, they should have had uh, uh, George Wallace do five minutes. They should have just gone all Oh, really? All Ve- George, yeah, dude. George, George Wallace does five minutes, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should have gone full Vegas. Full yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Right. They could have got, like, uh, what's it? Magic Mike dudes up there with the Jabberwockies. They could have got a... Knights of Columbus show with medieval times. What are they called? Medieval times. They, they should have done full Vegas. They could have done like the Michael Jackson one. Yeah. Show. Uh, there you shout go. Out, shout out to my champ, yeah. Paul Vaden. Shaman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usher is the right selection. It's going to be fantastic. All right. I mean, don't I'm not opposed to Usher. I, I don't have any issue with Usher. I don't I like need Taylor Swift in the stands. Usher gives me, and I know I'm going to piss Browner off, but I don't really care. Uh, when Justin Timberlake performed in Minnesota, that was boring, and I feel like Justin Usher is going to be the exact same thing. It's a dude thinking they could dance really well, and they're going to do little weird funky dances, and then they're gonna, just going to like lip sync over there. Yeah, yeah, like it's going to be bad. Uh, First uh, of all, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah. Let me, uh, oh God, uh, stop with the finger. Don't snap your finger. Yeah, yeah. Jazz uh, it up, Scott. Don't listen to him. Jazz yeah. it up. Hey, you saw you saw John Harbaugh dancing in the locker room last weekend, didn't you? I did. Yeah. So, so I ain't got I got no problem. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. if I dance all I'm, close all, to John Harbaugh, I'm all right. All right. Let me say let me say this. All right. Justin Timberlake is a guest in the house. Okay. Usher's got a room. That's the difference between whether a person can dance during a halftime show and it look like they know what they're doing, or a guy can dance because it's choreographed. There's a there's a difference between the two. Okay. Usher. He's going to bring Atlanta to the Super Bowl. It's going to be hot. I'm telling y'all right now. This is going to be, I think, my favorite Super Bowl that I can remember was probably Bruno Mars. Prince. That was my favorite. In the ring. No, I'm talking about modern. The Prince is the greatest one of all time. I don't know if it is. Prince not modern? That was in, what year was 2010. that? 2010. That was when the Bears got annihilated. Oh, you forgot about that? Because the Bears got annihilated. First of all, I tried to forget about that. <laughs> and then you I wiped that from it. my memory. Yeah. yeah. Thank you that's for why nothing. You, that's why you forgot about Prince. Thank you for nothing. So, as I was saying, Bruno Mars. I think this is going to be close to Bruno Mars. I'd like Lady Gaga too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I very much looking forward to Rihanna last year. And then it she came so out boring. pregnant and boring. So I was like, boring. okay. So what about Beyonce? Couple of years wasn't Beyonce in San Francisco for Super Bowl Fifty? It, it was good. No, no, no. It was she did. She did one on her the standards own. Standards are so high for her though. Yeah, she did one yeah. on her own, which was great, right? Did she do one on her own? Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought it was. Yeah, she I did thought one it was with Bruno Mars. Cold, no, Coldplay brought Bruno Mars in and Beyonce out because Coldplay listened to the internet. Like, why the hell is Coldplay doing this? Nobody wants to watch oh, Coldplay. Yeah. And Coldplay's like, oh yeah, I guess nobody wants. That's to what to it this. was. Yeah. Let's let's bring out two people that people actually want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, let let's get back to it. So, so the NFC game then, okay? San Francisco hosting Detroit. We all made our picks. Me and Alex have Kansas City in the AFC game because they were the four-point you know, line. And Alex, your third point about Taylor Swift and the, the NFL wanting her to be there is a fair point, I think. Uh, but there is that whole conspiracy that the, um, the colors of the teams have already been determined with the logo. So mm-hmm. that would put purple and that would put, that would put Baltimore in. 
And if they needed red, they would have to have Kansas City in, if if you believe that whole conspiracy theory. Huh? Oh, you haven't heard no. about this? No, man. Oh, yeah, dude. So if you look at the Super Bowl logo this year, it's like a combination of purple and red. Uh, I can tell Alex is probably looking to pull it up right now. But yeah. if it's if it's purple and red, that means, according to the conspiracy theorists, that the uh, teams have already been determined. So that would put San Francisco and Baltimore head to head. Third year in a row, if they get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See that, Brown? See how these these colors align over the last three years? Maybe that has more to do with the city that they're in. No? Purple, maybe? What's maybe? purple in Vegas? Yeah, the nightlife. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can't right, well, use black. What's close to black? Purple. Dark purple. You said it, not me. What are you doing? So the NFC game is starts your analysis of colors. I didn't say that. You said that. I just want to be clear on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday. I love Friday. <laughs> All right. I mean, I thought you were talking about some eggplant or something. No, no, go on, man. Go on. Don't I thought that, that was no. what you were intimating <laughs> to me. I thought that's now what you were trying to say. No, because now you're going to try to make up something else and then magnetize me to that thing. No. No, no, sir. You know, so, we have, mag- we have this magnetize. Kid, we, we, yeah. have this, we have this young uh, African American kid who works for the radio show up in LA, and he's 25 years old, and he just got these box braids, and he looks like crisscross. You know, I tell him, and somebody else told me he looks like you know Stevie Wonder, and um, and he's 25. Those are not the same two people. No, I know they're not, but he's 25 years old. So like, I get on the call with him the other day, and I go, "Yo, man, what's crack a lacking?" And the producer is like, "Why do you say that to him?" Like, wh- why do you say hi to me, but you say, what's crack a lacking to him? I'm like, because he's young and cool, and I think I'm trying to be young and cool. Why, why, what are you intimating here? You, you know? know what they're intimating. I, of course, of course, the intimate, of course, there's an intimation. Oh, oh, you, you say, you what's know. crack a lacking to him? Whatever. You know. Whatever. All right, let, let's go to the NFC game San Francisco, Detroit. Alex, let's start off with this. <laughs> oh, that's so great. We're like his therapy. We're like his therapist for oh the LA God. show. Oh, I know. It's just it's oh, all you know why they you know why they say that to you. Right. You Everybody's looking for an HR thing. You know what I'm saying? Everything. I know. Everything. So so let's go to this game. So so now has the line moved? It has. Mm-hmm. San Francisco was a seven point favorite earlier in the week, and now you're seeing San Francisco as a seven and a half point favorite. So I'm going to just say this. I'm looking at these numbers here. Okay. If you put them back up on the screen, I'm looking at the numbers. So both teams have 12 and five records. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lions are fifth in scoring. The Niners are third in scoring. The Lions are 23rd when it comes to scoring defense points allowed. And the Niners are third in points allowed. The difference is between those two numbers is about five and a half to six. So with the line being at seven and a half in favor of San Francisco, I mean, what you can deduce is, is that these offenses are virtually the same, but it's the defenses that are different. And mm-hmm. San Francisco's defense is statistically the better of the two. San Francisco gives up 17 and a half points a game. Detroit gives up 23 points per game. So I'm going to just tell you guys this right now. As much as we talk about Lamar Jackson and this being his time, I feel like this is Jared Goff's time. And I feel like to do what? To get to the Super Bowl. And I think this is Dan Campbell's time. And I think this is the Detroit Lions time. Because I'm not sure that the Detroit Lions are going to be good for the next five years or 10 years or if they're ever going to be good again, ever. 
I mean, are the Detroit Lions now kind of like the Cincinnati Bengals where the Bengals were so bad for so long, but they got a quarterback and they got a coach? And assuming Burrow's healthy, they're a real contender. Are the Lions going to be that for the next five years of Goff's career, of Campbell's career? I'm not sure because my whole life they've been horrible. I, because of hard knocks a couple seasons ago, got into the Detroit Lions. Because I like Jared Goff, I got into the Lions. I like Dan Campbell. I like the way they built their team. Big, strong, physical offensive line. Good running backs. Good wide receivers. A quarterback who was cast off by another team. Um, who's become a star in that city. Good defensive line. Pass rushers. I'm telling mm -hmm. you guys right now. As much as I think San Francisco probably wins this game. I'm taking Detroit to cover the seven and a half points. That's my pick. Wow. Wow. Listen. The number that you're conveniently skipping over in the statistics he just ran over, yeah, scoring defense. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Lions will be able to get enough stops. What we do know in San Francisco, with or without Debo Samuel, by the way, is still a potent offense. And without Debo Samuel, they're still a better offensive team than the Detroit Lions. Therefore, I don't see the Lions secondary being able to stop the 49ers enough times to get the win. I think the 49ers are going to score, but I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the scoring. And so I think this is going to be a 49er game. This is a double-digit win. I will definitely give away those points because this is light work for the 49ers. Yeah, I, I really believe that. It was a good run for the Lions, man. Take my hat off to them. You think the Packers are much better than the Lions? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. By the way, for everybody that hit me up yesterday when Browner told everybody that uh, Jim Harbaugh is a better coach than Andy Reid, and people mm -hmm. were like just like all over me about it. They're like, man, Browner's out of his mind. Now, these are all Charger haters that are rooting against Harbaugh, but uh, people really picked up on that line. So you think this is light work. You think Green Bay is better than Detroit, even though Detroit won the division, and Detroit was pretty much the second best team in the NFC all season long. This mm -hmm. is light work for the 49ers. Hey, look, there's a big part of me that's rooting for John Lynch, of course, um, but I love the Goff. Uh, story. I love the Campbell story. And as much as we say it's Lamar Jackson's time, I'm saying I think it's the Lions' time. So you I'm also got to remember, yeah. I watched the Bears almost beat the Lions twice, twice. Yeah, Once they should have blown them out. Mm -hmm. I do understand. Did. So I've seen the Lions enough times. The Vikings beat the 49ers. What does that mean? Because I've seen the Lions enough times to see where their weakness is, and what their weakness is is the 49ers' strength. So I, I just I just don't see them being able to capitalize on that. Like they struggled with Tampa Bay, like they struggled to put Tampa Bay away. Tampa Bay's got Mike Evans, and that's really about it. That Jared now, Goff to, kicked it up. Jared Goff let him hang around the fourth quarter, put the nail in the coffin. I he gonna I, do that again. That Jared Goff can put the nail in the coffin. In the no, he, he gonna let the other team hang around if they get the lead. I don't think this is a hang around game. I think if the Lions okay. lose, it's because they lost. Like, I don't think this is a hang-around game at all. Uh, the only reason I'm picking the Lions is that half point. That's it. If it was, if this was San Francisco 7, I'm taking San Francisco. I just think that half point is just my – I don't. I think the Niners win, but I, I don't I don't like that half – seven and a half. So, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's I mean, very I'm, simple. Right. I'm, for me, I'm, I'm trying to play the game as a gambler, not as a who's going to win. As because mm -hmm. I'm going to play both games, so I'm going to take Kansas City and I'm going to take those four points, and I'm going to take Detroit and I'm going to take those seven. Who's and a half better, points. Jared Goff or Brock Purdy, Browner? 
as a but as a gambler, again, I don't think the Lions are going to be able to get enough stops. Okay. I we'll think see. they're going to score. I don't think they'll be able to get enough stops. Who's a better quarterback? Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you see, that's just it. Is that on one side you've got what's considered to be the better coach in Kyle Shanahan with the lesser quarterback in Brock Purdy, even though Brock Purdy's an MVP candidate. And then on the other side, you've got the lesser considered coach in Dan Campbell mm-hmm. with the better quarterback of Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think of the two games, the one that's probably the better offensive shootout type of game might be the late game, even though we think really? of it as being Kansas City and Baltimore because of the two defenses. I, I think that teams go to San Francisco and they get intimidated before they get there. I've been saying this all year. I think Nick Bosa got paid and fell off. I think Chase Ooh. Young is not good. I, I, here, I don't I don't ever yeah, yeah, yeah. like I think that was First all hype. Time. And the more he plays, he's just not. He's just not good. It's yeah. not. When you have Nick Bosa on the other side, you should be getting a ton of sacks should and you're feasting. not. And you're should not feasting. That yeah. secondary is very gettable. Very, very gettable. True. And Fred Warner is good. Don't get me wrong. He's very, very good. All pro, obviously. But this isn't like this Patrick Willis hardcore defense that's like scary. It's just not. So let and me if, ask you guys this. one thing. team that's going to go after him, it's this one. Okay. So then, then Campbell's me... not going to settle for field goals like Sean McVay did. He's not. You, listen, again, my, my playoff philosophy, and I'm going to be watching it all weekend long, road teams should never kick field goals that are shorter than PATs. If, if it's under 32 yards, you should always go for it on fourth down because if you're on the road, field goals do not win you games. Anything outside what, of 32 yards, kick it. Anything bro, under 32 yards, do not kick. That's what got your guy fired, man. Which guy? Chargers last coach. Going for it too many times. No, no, like, no. But, but no, no. But this is a this is a playoff road team philosophy. If you Never do that, kick it, short field goals. If Dan Campbell goes in there and does that against the 49ers and he doesn't get it, it's curtains. It's that curtains. might be the case. But on the other hand, if he does get it, he, the risk is I'm the road team against the I'm the I'm a seven and a half point underdog on the road. So all right, let me go to let me ask you guys your prize picks. Give me your prize pick best play of the weekend. I'm gonna be curious to hear what you guys have. Because I'm looking at the popular section. Can it and, not be Christian McCaffrey? Well, <laughs> So, 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 so there, there's a 99% discount, but I'm going to tell you something right now that, that this, the Christian McCaffrey thing is running out here this afternoon. So people either have gotten the Christian McCaffrey thing or they haven't gotten the Christian McCaffrey thing. So that one's out. Take that one off. No, the you board. still got, you still got plenty of time. You think so? Yeah. It's 52 hours. I think that's okay. Yeah, I guess so. Those like, are hours. Those are yeah. Hours. yeah, I guess you're right. So I guess you can get it probably up until kickoff. So I thought it was better. So, listen, North Course, South Course, okay? North Course, South Course, baby. Give me a break. Uh, all right, give, <laughs> give me your uh, – give it to me. What do you guys got? Give me your uh, – you Listen, got? I don't care if people think this is a coward's way out. I don't care. You want a lock? Your lock's right here. Goblins, McCaffrey, half a touchdown. That's it. That's it. That's it. Half a, half a this, touchdown. This... Yeah. Not half a yard. Half a touchdown. So you, yeah. you pair that – you pair that rush yard half – you pair that with a half rush touch. If Christian McCaffrey doesn't score, the Niners ain't winning. They don't win, game. right? <laughs> so, they don't win. Like, yeah, I'll take that as a goblin pick because you want a lock. That's a lock, bro. That's that easy. is a lock. That's okay. easy. Okay. Um, go ahead, Brown. You got a lock for us? That, I. That's mine. <laughs> that's it. That's mine. That's what a lock is. A lock. I also, means this absolutely is happening. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'll throw this as a as a lock, but with a lo- a lowercase L. Jameer Gibbs as a as a demon, half a touchdown. I love that one too. I'm all, I'm on that one too. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you one that's a little outside the box here, and you guys might think I'm a little crazy. This one's not goblin or demon. Um, when I look at passing touchdowns, mm -hmm. the one that I kind of like the most in the entire category is Jared Goff at a, at a one and a half touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I think if the Lions are going to win, or even if the Lions are going to keep it close, which again, he's I've, I've said, I've, he's, right, he's got to throw two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. he, and his touchdowns, he's one of the guys that has running backs that can catch a touchdown too, right. which is very helpful. So I'm going to take Jared Goff as my prize pick lock of the week. Now you guys can do what you want. Now, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll play it right now. You you had Jared. I had Jared Goff. What was your yours was uh, scoring? I'll I'll give I'll give Browner the McCaffrey for his lock. I'll take I'll put my name on Jameer Gibbs Demon half a touchdown. Okay, so um, okay, so I'm just looking here um, to try and find that. Is it is it receiving? I thought rushing? Jameer Gibbs was a deep. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Rush reception touchdowns. Rush and reception touchdowns, and you have Jameer. Okay, but I got to play somebody else because you can't play them both on the same team like that. So what did Browner have? McCaffrey, half rushing touchdown. McCaffrey, half a rushing touchdown. Okay, I'm going to put it together with Goff. I've got Goff at more than one and a half touchdowns. I've got McCaffrey. And, um, okay, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it right now. I'm just going to play it just for the sake of playing it because we're, we're doing it together here. Okay, I just played it. There you go. Boy, I don't have much money left in my prize picks account. You so will I got this weekend. Well, I hope this so. Your week, this is your weekend, big dog. I, I hope so. I hope you're right. Uh, prizepicks.com slash great friends. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. You got a chance, man. You got a chance. All you got to do is put a couple bucks in there. They'll match it 100% up to 100 bucks, and you got the playoffs coming at you this weekend. All right, stick around. Craig Dato stopping by. And there's a very interesting Padres poll that was done that I think we should all jump into. Stick around. Mm. This is Kaplan and Crew. Hey, great friends. It's Friday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man, and we are headed towards championship weekend. It's been a really great week around here. It really has. Um, the news of Harbaugh was crazy. You know, the, the lead up to, you know, is he going to, is he not going to, is he going back to Michigan? Is he taking the other interview with Atlanta? The, the opinion that it was like, uh, everything was headed towards. And then the, the, um, you know, the note that I'd gotten from his friend that it was inevitable. And then it finally actually really happened. And then the aftermath of analysis and the charger haters saying, welcome to the eight and nine life. And the charger lovers saying, this is going to change the fortune of the franchise. And one thing I must tell you that I find very, very funny is how the chargers keep putting out content on social media. Once a charger, always a charger. And it's like, yeah, Harbaugh played for the Chargers for two years. <laughs> they weren't any good. I went back and looked at the rosters of those teams. You'd be hard-pressed to know any of the names on those teams. But they've got all this video. There was a game where the Chargers were playing the Dolphins at Qualcomm Stadium, and they don't tell you the result of the game. They just show you Harbaugh mic'd up during the game, and then they show him uh, shaking hands with Dan Marino after the game. But you have no idea if the Chargers won. Um, but I think Dave Wanstead Browner was the coach of that Dolphins team. One A. And he seemed to have a big smile on his face after the game. But the way the Chargers are now positioning as if Jim Harbaugh was this legendary quarterback. You know, we, there's there was Jim Harbaugh, and then there was, you know, this guy, Dan Fouts, and then there was this guy, uh, Phillip Rivers. But, I mean, Harbaugh, he, he's a he's, you know, lifelong Charger. So and then, somebody, and then somebody sent me a message this morning. I didn't know this, but in, like, the mid-'90s, did you guys know that Jim Harbaugh was once a like uh, guest star on Saved by the Bell? 
I didn't know. What? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. It's on Twitter. I didn't know it. And Harbaugh walks into like whatever that little diner is that they used to hang out with. And he's, and, and he's going to hang out with Screech. Oh, this guy. And Screech shows up and Screech has this buddy of his, this, this young African-American guy. And uh, Harbaugh sits down. And he goes, oh, you're the guy that fumbled on the two yard line going in because you were being selfish. You were a bad teammate. And the kid's like, yeah, uh, I guess I was. But he was, hey, that's Jim Harbaugh. And I don't ever remember Jim Harbaugh being such a star in the NFL that he would get like guest appearances on shows like that. So, I mean, we're just getting inundated with Harbaugh content all week long. All right. We, we have given you our picks. There you go. Okay. Wait a second. Oh, there he is. There's Harbaugh. Boy, that just looks like the nineties. Doesn't it? <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, correct. He, now he tells this black kid that. Yeah. You selfish? Well, he, I, I don't remember if that was the exact word, but the kid said he was a bad teammate because he fumbled or did a dance before he got into the end zone, something like, and I'm, I'm almost sure Harbaugh was like, well, you know, it's all about the team. It's not about you. You know, blah, blah, blah. Wow. This was definitely in the 90s because you definitely couldn't have said that on TV today. White guy can't say that to a brother now? <laughs> Hell no. You couldn't have gone on no major television show and said, hey, black kid, you better not dance in the end zone. No, player. That ain't how that works. No, right, we don't do that. Right. We don't do that, Jim. You've been in trouble, baby. Well, I think that we're we're just botching that whole storyline. But Are we? Did I botch I it? hope so. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, Completely, but Why, what did good. he say to him? What did, what did he say to him? I don't. Not I, in the end zone. What? No, no, that's not what he said. He didn't say in the end zone. Yeah. He said well, he Browner fumbled. said in the end zone. No, he fumbled before he got to the end zone, or he danced before right. he got to the end zone. Yeah, he, he got where... tackled at the two yard line because he was celebrating before he got in, not celebrating an actual touchdown. What Come do you on, say player. by the Bell Encyclopedia? Come on, player. Listen, I do the research. There's a reason I'm the smart guy on the show. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's a, here's another smart guy jumping into the show. Craig Dato is here from Sports Injury Central, and we've made our picks today. Um, Craig, before you tell us what all the uh, six-score data suggests when it comes to these two games, why don't me and Alex and John all tell you what we picked in these games? Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Brown, you want to tell? You want to start with Dato and tell him what you picked? I got Ravens because I think it's Lamar Jackson's time. And I got the 49ers because I just think they can score more than the Lions can, and I don't trust the Lions' defense. Craig, I, I said that you told me on Monday, grab the Ravens minus three, but of course I procrastinated. And so now the line is the Ravens minus four. So I took the Chiefs because I think it's a super close game. Um, and I just, I the four points just, it freaks me out. So I took the Chiefs minus four, or plus four. I took the Lions because just the same way uh, Browner feels about Lamar Jackson's time, I feel this is potentially the time for Jared Goff and the Lions, and I like the, the Cinderella story. So I've got the Chiefs to cover the four. I've got the Lions to cover the seven and a half. How about you, Grande? Yeah, I, I liked Baltimore at three. I don't like them at four. Also because, I don't know if you know this, uh, Craig, the ref that's refing for that game is notorious as a home hater, uh, home teams only cover the spread 30% of the time. He's the ref. And that freaked me out with that four points. So I took that. And then also the half point scares the hell out of me for the Niners. So I took Detroit at seven and a half. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's address the, let's address the ref thing first. Cause yeah, I've read about that. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I think you do. Uh, my next door neighbor is the former, Charger and Minnesota Vikings uh, safety, Vincey Glenn. My and man. 
He Man. likes to come down pretty much every morning and give me his wisdom for the day. Man, Dado, <laughs> man, man, Dado, you ain't know nothing about no football, mm. Dado. That sounds and, like a great TikTok feed, by the way. Oh, it, yeah. Like Bensy walking down the hill to give you right. his wisdom of the day. And this morning I got 20 minutes about this ref and what a racket the NFL is and how the NFL wants Taylor Swift to go to the Super Bowl and therefore they put this ref on this game to beat the Ravens and this whole thing's a racket. And that's not how it was when I played. Okay. So, and there's so, that. And there's that. Now, I'm any going the credence, other way. I'm any credence to that nature? Okay. Uh, he 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 believes it. I, I'd like to think that's not true, but I don't know. Maybe I'm naive, but Vinci certainly thinks there's something to that. Um, okay. Let's put that over here. <laughs> if if we trust the process and follow the numbers, we are big on the Ravens. Um, you know, we love KC last week. We had KC as a dog and they came through for us. Our hot streak continues. Everything's great. Um, if you look at the six scores, Baltimore has a slight advantage of about 2.5. They're at 87.4. KC's about an 85. So Baltimore's slightly healthier. Uh, Baltimore's getting uh, Mark Andrews back. That's big. And KC lost their left guard, Joe Thune. That's big. And their linebacker, Willie Gay, got, got hurt. I'm not sure if he's playing or not, but even if he plays, he won't be 100%. So the Chiefs got a little uh, – the Chiefs got less healthy this week. If you feed all these statistics into the algorithm and just trust the process, the algorithm says – our algorithm, the SIC algorithm, says that Baltimore will win this game by 7.74. As you said, the spread is 4. I'm all in on Baltimore. Big bet on Baltimore this week, and uh, I'm feeling good about it. And I'm going to ignore the whole Taylor Swift referee thing and be naive. Oh, man. Wait a second. Just, just go back to this one more time. Last week, Kansas City went into that game against Buffalo – and I remember you saying that Kansas City was the healthiest team in the playoffs remaining. That was last week. That was last week. And bu the, the key last week was that Buffalo was really banged up. Remember their linebackers were hurt? Yeah. And we mm -hmm. said, look, look for a big game out of Kelsey. And, yeah. and that's exactly what happened. Um, this week, KC lost a couple guys. Like I said, they lost their guard, lost their linebacker. They're not as healthy. Baltimore got Andrews back. We've flipped it. It's it's a Baltimore play this week. So so when you said last uh, earlier this week, hey, grab Baltimore at minus three, and I didn't do it. I stayed away from Baltimore because of the four points. And you're saying that that based on all the health scores and everything else, that you guys think Baltimore will win the game by more than seven points. Yes. Jesus, man. Mm -hmm. God, like, because the Ravens are getting healthy and the Chiefs are getting unhealthy. You know, exactly. Marlon Humphrey's practicing this week. Mark Andrews going to play. So that I will tell sense. you this. I, I, I made my pick on the show. I did. Um, I have not can't take bet, it back. You I've can't not, take it back. I've not bet. No, no, that's true. I've not bet it. And I, I can't, but he could take it back where it matters. Yeah. Right. I haven't bet the game. Oh, not on this, It matters <laughs> on this show. Right. No, no. For the sake of our statistics, I took Kansas city. I just can't uh, believe that you guys think Baltimore is going to win by more than seven points. That's it's hard to believe, but. But I mean, listen, you got to trust the numbers. Like you said, Craig, you can't, you, you know, well, whenever, I use my, whenever I use my brain and think about it and use my gut, I lose. So I just, just go off the numbers. Don't Craig, think when Scott. you, when you tell people that you bet, you don't ever say I, I won $9, <laughs> right. Or I lost $9, right. You, you're, you're a professional gambler. You say, yeah, I got three units on this game. 
Yeah, I always go by units right. because some people a unit is five bucks, some people a unit is a thousand bucks. So you just right. keep it relevant to you right. know. So I so right. this is a th so Baltimore is a three unit game for me. That's three a big unit. Damn. Three so units. That's, Scott, that's twenty seven dollars for you, dude. Yeah. <coughs> that's, 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 that's too rich for his blood. That's too rich for his blood. I, I actually I made the mistake this week, Craig, of telling these guys that I bet four all four games last week. I bet $10 on the first three, and then I bet $25 on the last one, which was the Kansas City game. And I won $9, lost $10, $19, and $124. And these guys just ridiculed me for telling them the actual small numbers of dollars that I was betting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craig Data was here from Sports Injury Central. You said you feel really strongly about the Baltimore game and Baltimore mm -hmm. covering the four points. Do you guys have a strong opinion on the other side, the NFC game? No opinion. Uh, teams have almost identical six scores, 89.4 for the Lions, 89.8 for the for the 49ers. So they're both pretty healthy. It's going to be a great game. I think that they've got the they've got the point spread right. Uh, the algorithm says that point spread is pretty darn accurate. Uh, I'm from the Bay Area, so I'm a big Niner fan. Maybe I'll bet a half a unit on the Niners just so I have a little rooting interest. But nah, I, there's nothing I really want to give out here. Part of okay. being a good gambler is knowing when to pass. Okay. All right. So there you, you go. So, so I do. Um, okay. but I'm just gonna have a I'm gonna have like a quarter of a unit um on one of the games and another quarter of the unit on another one of the games. And then I'm gonna save it all up for the big game. All right, Craig Data was here from Sports Injury Central. That's all he's got, man. He said Baltimore minus the four. That's the game they're playing, staying away from the Detroit San Francisco game. Craig, um, thank you for that information. I wish you would have come on before we made our picks. Um <laughs> You want to change it? Can we let him change it, Brown? No, I'm not changing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm not yeah, changing. I'm already locked in. My gut, no, no, because here's what happens. Trust your gut, bro. Yeah, right. Once you've locked mm -hmm. in, you've locked in. You know, mm. Scott, see Craig, tell him, tell him what's up, man. Well, wait a second, Alex. Like you took you took Kansas City also. He did, mm -hmm. but he ain't, he ain't also trying to change it. Though, Are bro. you changing your pick? No. Yeah, he so, said no. So you're going against the Sports Injury Central algorithm. Yeah, I want to. Jesus. Yeah, no, no, it's not the traitor. What a it's not the algorithm. <laughs> I don't listen to my gut. My gut listens to me. Wow. Oh, yeah. Feed me. Smart, smart guy on the show. <laughs> Strong gut. Strong gut. Hey, Craig, um, are you gut, yeah. uh, are you doing anything this weekend with the Farmers Insurance Open? Are you going out there at all? You know, I've been watching it every day on TV. I've gone in past years. For whatever reason, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I'm just going to watch it, on my, watch it yeah. from my, on my couch. I know. I watched it yesterday. And I was like, I, gosh, I completely forgot all about it. And then Alex had to remind me that it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. I was like, well, I'll go out tomorrow for the third round. He goes, no, tomorrow's the final round. <laughs> you know, yep. and then if it wasn't for Charlie Hoffman, who had a really great round yesterday and who's, you know, in the top 10, I probably wouldn't have that much interest because I looked at the leaderboard. And I also didn't feel like I, I knew a lot of the leaderboards. So um, the reason I ask is because after football's over and we've only got three games left, then before you know it, middle of February will be here and Padres pitchers and catchers will start to report. Now, Alex, what is it that you found today? That is, yeah. was it from the Athletic? Yeah, the Athletic did a fan survey of over, I believe, like fifteen hundred Padre fans participated in it. Okay, uh, and it was just to get a feel of how Padre fans feel going okay. into spring training. Okay, Craig, you're a Padre fan. You want to jump in on this? How do I feel about the Padres? There's very yeah, specific well, questions. Yeah, Alex will give us the questions. We'll all give yeah. you. We'll all chime in. So there's questions, and then they gave you answers to choose from. So like multiple okay. choices. How confident are you that the Padres are headed in the right direction? Very confident, somewhat confident, unsure, not very confident, not confident at all. 
I'm going to say not, not, I'm going to go with the fourth one, which was not very confident. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I'm, very, I'm not very, I'm not very confident. Very confident for me. Very confident. Okay. I'm going, I'm going unsure right down the middle. I don't know what to think. Yeah. yeah. I, I I'm with not very confident as well. So Padre fans, only 4.9% say very confident. 25% uh, said somewhat confident. The majority are with Craig at 38 and a half say unsure. And then 22.3 say not very confident and 9% say not confident at all. Okay. All right. Let's keep going. What's next? Uh, this is an interesting one. How does, how does your feeling compare to how you felt this time last year? Oh, good question. Yeah. I'm a lot more confident now. I'm a little more confident. I feel about the same. I am a little less confident. I'm a lot less confident than you were last year. For me, I'm a lot less confident. I'm about the I'm same. I'm a lot less confident. I'm a lot less confident as well. We're in the majority. 42.8% say a lot less. 42.2% say a little less. So that's the majority's feel less confident than they were last year. Uh, Browner, you're in the middle at 10.3%. And then only 4% say more, a little more, or 1% say a lot more. And those people I'd I'm like to meet. In a fantasy world. I'd like to meet those people very oh, much. I, so. I, can, I can introduce you to them. Yeah. Here's I know one, where they are. Here's one uh, that goes... Uh, very good question. How confident are you in president of baseball operations, AJ Preller? That's all. Very confident, somewhat confident, unsure, not very, not confident at all. For me, not very. I'm not, it's not not confident at all. There's been some good news, but for me, it's just I'm not very confident in AJ Preller. What about you, Browner? Somewhat confident. Craig? I'm with Browner. I think he's good. I'm going to go somewhat confident. Yeah, I'm going to go not confident at all. And um, that's so. Very confident, 5.3%. Somewhat confident, 19%. Unsure, 27 Not very, 26 And not confident at all, 21 Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's not a good look for old AJ there. So. Nope. Nope. How would you rate the hiring of Mike Schilt as manager? Excellent. Very good. Good, fair, poor. Um, for me, I'll go fair because I don't know yet. The, the jury is out, so he may prove me wrong, but I don't like the whole you know, uh, connected to AJ at the hip thing. So for me, it's fair. What about you, Brown? As of right now, I would say poor because they haven't played any games. So my only objection <laughs> to him is that I didn't want him. I wanted someone else. Mm -hmm. right. So I would say poor. Kreger? Yeah, I'd never heard of the guy. I, I was going a whole other direction. So I'm going to be open-minded, but I'm going to, I'll just say fair. I don't know. Mm. I think because this ownership gave all the keys to AJ Preller still, I think it's an excellent hire because AJ got his guy. Now, will it work? I don't know, but that's you might as well line up with the dude since you didn't like the other dude. So. Okay, I will say I will say this, guys. I was at the Aztec game the other night, and he was sitting in the front row. Yeah, so he's Bob Melvin. He's Bob Melvin never went to no Aztec game. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. uh, Twenty-two percent say ec uh, excellent. Forty percent say very good. Twenty-nine say good. Seven say fair, and two say poor. Okay, so <laughs> very confident in Mike Schilt so far. Okay, uh, this is let's just do let's do this one since we're no we have time for both what is the team's biggest weakness oh. outfield rotation depth first base dh bullpen bench or other were the options outfield just, rotation go depth, outfield. first base okay yeah i mean because they Manager. don't have i don't i don't know that they even have outfielders you know i don't even know that they have like a full yeah. outfield yet yeah i outfield I mean, it's got to be outfield, right? They don't even have a left or center fielder right now. So, right. Right. So, uh, yeah, 46.5% outfield. say outfield, 36 say rotation depth, six first base DH, two bullpen, one 
bench. Uh, how would you rate the trade of Juan Soto? I loved it. Mm. I liked it. I'm unsure. I didn't like it. I hated it. I'm, I'm going to go with I'm unsure. I I would say I liked it because I liked the I like what they got back the arms that they got back because that's what they needed so I would say I liked it I didn't want to do it but it was had to be done so I like what they got I like that answer I, I'm I'm really bummed we lost him but we absolutely had to make the trade we had no choice so given the position right. we were in I liked it I think we did okay. Right. Yeah. And I think for that reason, I hated it because we should have never been in that position. <laughs> <laughs> so that goes back to the AJ Preller thing. Uh, 16% say I, lo- I loved it. 39% say I liked it. 26% said I'm unsure. 11% say I didn't like it. And six and a half said I hated it. Uh, you got, we got time for one more? Uh, yeah, we have one more. Because uh, there's a lot more. But um, how concerned are you about the Padres payroll this offseason? Mm. Very, somewhat, not very, not concerned at all. I would say very. Very. I mean, if they had yeah. to borrow money last year to pay guys, and now Peter's not here anymore, I don't know who the new like leader of the ownership group is. The name doesn't sound familiar to me. I don't know his name, and, and I don't know who he is. Um, no no disrespect. Eric, Kutz, Eric Kutzendis, I believe. I don't know who he is. And yeah. so um, I'm very concerned. Very so I would say very, very concerned very. as well. Obviously, Peter was willing to spend the money. Have they shown their cards yet about what the overall strategy is? Are we going to spend? Are we going to try to be oh, value-oriented? I think that's where my answer comes in. I'm not concerned at all. I know what this payroll is going to be. You got your five guys, and you fill in everything else Yeah, every year. All right. All right. Well, hey, Craig, uh, good luck this weekend. And um, you, hopefully, uh, I know you, you said you're putting a couple of units on Baltimore to cover that four points. So good luck to you. And uh, I mean, listen, Sports Injury Central has been on fire this season. So hopefully it continues for you. Although I, I locked into my pick. What can I tell you? So it's spitting out they're going to win by more than seven, huh? I think so. That, that makes so. me very much question that that pick now. I'm not even kidding. I know. Like, mine too. I know. The yeah. fact that if, if I would have known. If, if you, you were like, me, oh, it's like four-ish. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. More than told seven. Me, you told me, hey, take them at three. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, I'll take them at three. I didn't get the bet in. So now that the line moves to four, I'm like, okay, well, now I'll take Kansas City because it's probably a three-point game. But I am shocked that the algorithm says that Baltimore wins by more than seven points. And had you told me that prior to this conversation, I would have taken Baltimore. I would have trusted the numbers. Yeah. All right. That's the one thing that Dr. Chow's really good at is, is predicting which way lines are going to move based on when injury news comes out. And, you know, so he came out at three. He was like, grab it. It's moving. It's going to get bigger. So thank God I got in at three. Yeah. All right, Craig Dato, we appreciate you. All right, stick around, everybody. Uh, Radio listeners, um, plenty more coming your way. Oh, boy, Craig just shuts things down. Does it all the time? I know. And for everybody else, (laughs) hey, hey, let's, let's go get uncensored, everybody. All right, everybody, time to get uncensored here. Last uh, couple of thoughts of the week. And I got to say something, Browner. I owe you a big apology. For what? Well, um, I've in the last two days, I personally have fucked up and not taken time in the show to promote what you have coming up on Thursday, February 1st. Now, I got a message from a longtime listener do you guys remember a few years ago when um, there was a guy who gave us 
Um, he gave us like a bunch of in and out gear, like hoodies. Yeah, yeah I still got the hoodie. Okay. Shout out. And he he actually he um he says, remember when I hooked you guys up with that in and out swag? I still remember you saying that the bomber jacket was not cool. <laughs> he goes, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy, his name is Luis Amaya, and he says, you guys Shout are gonna out. love this. Listen to what he says. Now I work for Mr. Beast. You guys know who Mr. No Beast way. is? No yeah. way. Does he really? Yeah, I know yeah. who Mr. Beast is. Yeah. He was now I work for Mr. Beast, the biggest YouTuber in the world, and his chocolate company called Feastables. I've mm -hmm. seen them at like liquor stores and stuff. Yeah. He said, he said, ask Julia, you knows my youngest kid's name, or any of your kids if they know the name Feastables. Uh, Feastables, he goes, Hey, one day I want to join you guys because I really want to meet Grande and Browner. And then um he explained to me how he got to to Mr. Beast. And he's like, dude, you can't believe this kid. He's under 25 years old. What a superstar he is, blah, blah, blah. So he, he winds up uh, sending me a message and he says, hey, um, when are Lawhead and Browner having their comedy show? And I said, I wrote him back. I said, it's on February 1st. He wrote back, Grand Comedy Club is on my way home. Hell yeah, I'm going to make it happen. Are you going to be there? Of course, I told him, yes, I'm going to be there. So Thursday of this upcoming week, you know, a week from yesterday, yes. Yeah. This upcoming Thursday, February 1st, at the Grand Comedy Club in uh, in Escondido, That's Browner funny. and Lawhead are... What the fuck was that, dude? I don't know why it popped up like this. It's not his fault. I uploaded the photo, so okay. I probably did something wrong. It's so yeah, offended. Probably. What the no, fuck was offended. that, bro? I'm not offended. I just think it's funny. Uh, this is awesome. Lawhead and Browner. So, Brown, what is the situation here with this comedy show on Thursday? And I realize that we're at the end of the show and we're at the end of the week, and we'll have to hype the fuck out of it next week because we're, you know, this is where things everybody yeah, starts to take it's off. Perfect for next week because right. that's when people buy tickets. Yeah. Right. So what's the story? So this this time around, I'm hosting, and it's Jason Lawhead, and he's got another guy coming in to do uh, the the the. Uh, the opener, but I am hosting this particular event, and this is an I. This is an opportunity one for me to sharpen another skill in this industry, and two, this may turn into something that is done quarterly. So this could be this could turn into a thing, and uh, me hosting is going to be a great time. I got some great jokes rolling up, and you already know how Jason comes, and so we're going to have a good time, man. It's eight. It's an eight o'clock start on a Thursday, so it's a different type of atmosphere. So we just hope that we can get as many people out as Only we can and have a good time and laugh, man. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Grand Comedy Club, Escadido, easy parking. You know, it, it's a it's a it, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a let good me, time. Hilarious. Let me let me tell you hilarious. This I'm coming. I'm definitely bringing girlfriend. I'm definitely bringing um, I'm sure she will have friends that want to go as well. If you've never been to the Grand Comedy Club, it's awesome. By the way, awesome. uh, somebody should put out an invitation to Gary Cooper. And his wife, because mm -hmm. they don't live too far. Um, and that's sort of their spot. Um, they've hung out with us there before. And I just want to say to everybody who's in North County in particular, because it's closer for you guys, come on out and support our guys. You know, especially Browner. I mean, Lawhead, you know, he's he's got an established career and he's got a good thing going. But as mm -hmm. Browner grows in the comedy world, it would be really awesome if everybody could come out and support. Because here's the thing. No offense to my friend Adam Wasserman, who owns the Grand Comedy Club. If this thing starts to go well, which I think it will. Then we start to look for bigger venues. Facts. You know? Facts.
Love Adam Wasserman. The opportunity is always fantastic. I yeah, mean, he's no. a Packers fan, but other than that, is he, he seems to be a good guy. Oh my God. Did you not see him last Jesus, week? Jesus. He, he went, he goes to San Francisco last week. Almost gets the, beat up. Yeah, for the Packers uh Niners game. And he does this character. And he's got this uh he's got this t-shirt on. And I'm trying to remember how he uh Packer loved, Adam. No, it was like, yeah, it was like love Jesus, and they had Jesus crossed out, and then it said like love Favre, and then it had Favre crossed out. And it said love Rogers, had Rogers crossed out, and then at the bottom it said love, love, you know, for Jordan Love, right? Mm -hmm. And he does this character. If you if you could really quickly, you you guys would laugh your ass off because it's it's pretty bizarre. If you go to Wasserman's Instagram page, dude, he has this character where he's this he's this Wisconsin guy, and he goes like this. He goes, oh jeepers. Oh, Jeepers, they have these great tacos in California. What wonderful tacos they have here. Have you seen this, Browner? I have seen it, yes. And and your your thoughts. Not a fan. Your your thoughts. <laughs> your, 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 your thoughts, your feelings. Clearly not a fan. I didn't think that was Adam's best use of time for social media. <laughs> How about we just show his picture? How about we just show his picture at the game then? No way, bro. I'm telling you, you got to give him some love, man. Yeah. Yeah. There so there he is. And I don't know who his son was like having a catch with somebody on the field, like from the stands. Yeah. But there's this, I'm telling you right now, there's these two videos, Alex. If you just look at them, one of them he's standing outside a hotel and he's and there's you know those new um uh uh Tesla in California they got spaceship like vehicles. I don't know what's going on here. A... That's here, the here. Tesla video. Yeah, you gotta pull it up. Yeah, that's the Tesla video. You gotta put it on the screen. Hear it? We can hear it, but we couldn't see yeah. it. GMC, but look, it's like a space shuttle or something here in California. It's like a whole new world here. Look at this thing. Jeepers. Jeepers. Oh, Jeepers. Oh, Jeepers. Look at this. In California, they got spaceship-like vehicles. I don't know what's going on here. I had a Buick in Milwaukee. I had a Buick in Eau Claire when I went to college. I had a GMC, but look, it's like a space shuttle or something here in California. It's like a whole new world here. Look at this thing. Then if yeah, you go to his next know. one, the, the one, the one <laughs> that with is the tacos. an ugly truck, man. That is I know. such an ugly truck. They are, but Yikes. go to the one, go to the one with the tacos. It, it's <laughs> these tacos they have in California are delicious. They put two types of cheese on here. Tacos are great here in California. Eh? Oh, jeepers! Oh, oh jeepers. They have two types of cheese on these tacos here in California. Oh my God. It cracked me up. Cracked me up, dude. Hey, you know what we should do? We should get next week. <laughs> that's, why, that's why Scott, that's why you need to go to these comedy shows, man. There's at least one guy that's going to be laughing. Dude, here's what, <laughs> here's what we should do next week. Oh jeepers. Let's get Wasserman on the show next week to promote the show. Mm -hmm. Let's get Lawhead on the show next week to promote the show. That's if that's that's if Lawhead's not too busy, you know. Wow, he's busy now. No, oh, he's so busy now, wow. right? Wow. My, my yeah. always, this this guy's so busy. You ready for this? He's so busy that a friend of mine sent a message to me and to to Lawhead. Hey guys, would love to get together and play golf. You know what Lawhead says to us? Hey guys, any time between Monday and Thursday, all day long, I'm free. I'm wide open. I'm like, bro, most of us work. Most of us don't have a comedian schedule. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we should, should I out him. Should I read all his excuses lately? Oh, dude, everything, everything's an excuse. Oh, my car got needs work. Blah, blah, blah. You know, anyway, he lives in walking distance from you, doesn't he? Not, not anymore, but pretty oh, close. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, we got to go. We're back on Monday. Good luck to everybody. I will just say one quick thing. Um, not a paid spot. I, I will tell you this. Go go get yourself some Tory Holistics this weekend, California Holistics. Um, I encourage you to go to Seven Mile Casino, especially if you're keeping it local. Um, mm -hmm. If anybody cares, if anybody cares to hang out with me this weekend, I will tell you that on Sunday, all day long, I'm going to be playing L.A. Cap. I'm going to be up at Yamava Resort and Casino, which is um, in far. I mean, it's a two two hour drive. OK, but I will be there all day at their sports bar. Monster TVs, great food, great beer, the whole thing. So if anybody wants to come hang out with me, I know Tommy, Tommy, little Cappy will be in the house. Miss Molly, if you want to come, we'd love to have you. Juliana, Joe, um, anybody who wants to come out, you know, Neil, um, Rusty Bones, any of you guys want to come out, we'd love to have you guys on Sunday. But I would certainly understand because it's a really far drive. All right. We're back Monday. Love you guys. Peace out. Peace.